This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. The loneliness and feelings of uncertainty seemed apparent when they waited for Jesus. They'd given everything up, their jobs, perhaps their homes, and now they were without a leader and waiting for direction for their future. They only had each other. They'd been through so much together. John chapter 21 says that Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, James, and John, along with two other disciples, were sitting together by the Sea of Tiberias. Perhaps they were waiting, maybe even impatiently for the next steps, trying to figure out what they were to do. Perhaps that's why Peter announced that he was going fishing, returning to what he was doing when Jesus called him to follow him. Perhaps it was a familiarity. Or perhaps it was an opportunity to return to something normal, something that he had known. But for whatever reason, they launched out into the sea and fished all night. And it was so interesting that just as the first time Jesus met Peter, documented in Luke chapter 5, when Peter was asked to follow Jesus, just as it was in that first meeting, Peter had fished all night. And Jesus, Jesus instructed him to cast his nets out, and they were filled that same situation that happened then, it happened here again in John chapter 21. Peter was fishing all night, and they caught nothing, just like when Peter had met Jesus first. And there was Jesus, just as before, standing on the shore watching. Verse 6 says that Jesus called to them, told them to cast out once more on the other side. And of course, just as before, and just as Peter had experienced so long ago when he first met the Lord, the nets were full. But when but it was John, the disciple that Jesus loved, that recognized it was the Lord who provided and waited on the shore for them. Verse 7 of John 21 says, Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. And just as Peter had done before, again documented in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 through 33, Peter jumped out of the boat and swam to Jesus. And John followed, pulling the nets of fish behind. And there Jesus humbly served them. He cooked breakfast for them after their long night of work. And there he talked with them. And he talked to Peter and asked him to prove his love for him, to feed a sheep. In essence, to continue to give up his life for Jesus. And in the quiet, private conversation documented in verse 18 through 22 of John chapter 21, when it was just the two of them, Peter and Jesus, walking after breakfast, that Jesus told Peter once again to follow him. And Peter did, of course. And they walked. It's in this scene that by the sea that Jesus reveals to Peter what Peter's life will be. And that Peter will die for him. It's a serious conversation. It's a tense one, I expect. I expect the prophecy of his death was a shock for Peter. Hard to comprehend at that moment. Hard to wrap his mind around the news. But Peter didn't ask for details of his death. For some reason, Peter wanted to know about someone else. Verse 20 through 22 says, Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who had just leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrayed you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, but Lord, what about this man? He was talking about John. 
And verse 22 says, Jesus said to him, If I will that he remains till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Peter had a great heart, didn't he? Jesus knew that. Peter was the first apostle chosen, the apostle that jumped out of the boat (laughs) twice, the apostle who raised his sword to defend the Lord in the garden, the first apostle to run to the tomb with John and the first to enter it. He loved the Lord, there's no doubt. But Peter wanted to know about John and John's fate. And Jesus said, in essence, it's not your business. Because it wasn't, was it? Each of us have to determine if we will love, if we will serve, if we will follow and walk that path alone, even if no one else comes with us. If we will follow without looking back, without looking sideways at what others are doing or not doing. It's so easy, isn't it? It's so easy to use a barometer to determine our work in the kingdom based upon others' work, based on what others are doing or not doing. I guess it may be surprising to consider that even though the apostles walked with Jesus, the same questions and considerations that we may have were part of their conversations. I too often forget that they were human and susceptible to human faults. I appreciate the Holy Spirit revealing these little moments of imperfections in their lives that allow me to learn what, that they were human and fallible and Jesus was patient and kind. It is in the quiet moments of conversations with their Savior that some of the most practical lessons are taught and learned and in these I learned so much about how to focus my walk and keep my eyes on the right path, not allowing what someone else is doing or not doing to sway my footsteps right or left, to discourage my knees or weaken my steps, weaken my walk. Because you know what? That's not my business. That's my Lord's. And just as Jesus said, what is that to you? You follow me. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.